Today, on episode 49 of This American Dice, Ryoko Wari, City of Lies. How will Ishii get himself out of a cave that might be his tomb? And what new conspiracy has entrapped Tayo in its deadly grip? Will he be able to escape the knots of the lawgivers? Will Ishii, Aji, and Yugure be able to get back to the city? Or will they be bringing back a coffin? Find out today on This American Dice. We see an elegant winter court set with the finery of the daimyo's house. It's attended by samurai from all of the major clans. A man in very fine blue and white silks, adorned in the Crane Clan Mon, steps towards the audience's view. Lord Bayushi, he says, and bows. How wonderful it is to have you here in our home. Several retainers move to welcome the guests. Allow me to introduce my niece, Yoshi-sama's. Several retainers moved to welcome the guests. Allow me to introduce my niece, Yoshi-sama's daughter, Doji Hikari. A beautiful girl clad in Crane Clan finery emerges from amid the retainers and smiles. We see the real Tayo. He looks at her and has exactly the reaction everyone in the room expects. She is beautiful. She is wealthy. She is well-connected. We see a 17-year-old Bayushi Suki standing far behind her brother and his eventual bride-to-be. What did Suki's mask look like? Yeah, so I think, um, if you remember, the mask that Tayo wears now is like the mouth and nose part of a cat. I think hers, uh, Suki's, is like, almost like a Catwoman-esque from the Batman <laughs> one. Like, it's got like the eye thing, but also like tiny cat ears. Because they're twins, and it's like, how cute. So like, two halves of a cat face. Mm-hmm. That's what I got for Christmas one terrible year. <laughs> and what's Suki's just initial impression of Hikari? Um, I think maybe you see like her um, almost like sneer at first, like oh god, just this um, you know rich spoiled girl. Uh, who cares about her? But then uh, maybe it like li- like the camera just sees her like look at her. Uh, like, keep looking, like, linger. It's like, oh, but there's something about her. Who knows? The scene changes. We see Hikari in her white wedding dress. She is surrounded by handmaidens fixing her hair, her makeup, and arranging flowers to later be scattered about her feet. As Hikari's sister-in-law-to-be, Suki's presence here is hardly strange. While the handmaidens fret over every aspect of Hikari's appearance, the bride turns her head to Suki. What is exchanged between these two that lets the audience know there is something more to their friendship? Is that a question just for me? Mm-hmm. Oh, that could, it could actually be for the, the table. I think it's almost like uh, maybe it's one thing is that Suki is almost more, looks more nervous. Like she's just like pacing around and like, uh, you know, kind of freaking out. And then Hikari is the one who like, sends all the maiden like hold on and she stands up and has to calm down Suki it's like sit down it's okay okay any other thoughts I was gonna say maybe one of them I don't know if this is completely unacceptable but one of them like lifts her mask and like winks or something or like maybe not wink but like well, only one of them would have a mask right now okay 
so Lipset and like waves like shyly. Mm-hmm. So it's like a mix of shy and completely brazen. I like that. Maybe uh, Suki makes an effort to always remove his mask when talking to Hikari because she's not used to like a person always like in a mask. Oh, talking it's, to it's a, yeah, it's not it's not culturally normal for her. <clears throat> could, could be an interesting thing. It just it kind of would have to be the first time that yeah, she did what Andrew says, yeah. This time has gone on. <clears throat> okay. But that can make sense if she raised her mask to like wink at her and then she's like why don't you just leave that off? I hate, hate that yes. mask anyway. It's so weird. <clears throat> okay. As they make one for her or something. <laughs> <laughs> that mask is so weird. By the way, here's your yeah. mask again. Oh, man, I, I never thought of that. I guess Hikari would wear a mask too, right, since she's married into the family? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. That's interesting. Would she have to? Oh, it depends. Probably. It's up to her. I guess she wouldn't have to, but... I'd be like, I feel like it'd be viewed. Like, the in-laws would be like... Why aren't you wearing a mask? Like, you know what I mean? Well, the Scorpion Heart, some of you also, the more, like, least traditional of the folks. Like, that's a tradition that they have. I don't know if they push other people to have it in that case, but maybe they would. Tradition? More like guidelines. <laughs> I feel if Hikari did wear a mask, it would be, like, the slightest. Like, I'm thinking, like, almost, like, beads that just go across the bridge of her nose or something. It's like... This counts, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's respectful. She's wearing a thing of her hair across part of <laughs> yeah. her face. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> okay. It's like only if you were that's expecting mask. a mask, you'd be like, oh, right, okay. Gotcha, that's a mask. Otherwise, just. Yeah. Your emo haircut must be hard. Right? <laughs> so, we see Suki in an outfit different from what we just saw her wearing. Suki silently enters a bedroom. Silver moonlight shines on a heap of bodies mingling on a large bed. She coughs and two women stir and then quickly rise from the bed and clothe themselves. One stops next to Suki on the way out. Suki looks at the woman for a moment and hands her some money on her way out. Then she kneels at the side of the short bed, looking at her brother. Celebrating early, Tayo? He barely wakes up. With my wife so preoccupied, I thought at best someone kept me company. Well, you'll be happy to know that Hikari is now free to turn her attention to you. She's given birth. He sits up, but holds his head and lays back down. They both look at the empty bottles of sake and pipes next to the bed. Suki looks at the window toward the full moon. Twins, we should have guessed. We took great pains to make sure they were both boys. Now that it's assured, Hikari and I decided that you were no longer needed. Tayo feebly reaches for his sister's arm. You decided? Suki looks down at him and reaches a hand into her sleeve. Call this justice. An evil boy can only grow into an evil man. I'll make sure your boys aren't as evil as you were. Suki removes her hand from the sleeve, holding a tiny blade shining in the moonlight. Tayo sees it and relaxes back on the bed. I assume my days would end with a blade, but I'm surprised it will be yours, little sister. Don't fool yourself, though. I'm not the evil one among us. Suki finally looks down at her brother, maybe with pity. I hope you love Hikari as much as you think you do, he says. I promise she loves you only as much as you love that knife you hold. Suki's eyes narrow into anger, and we see a spray of blood splatter across her face. Later on, we see Suki's face illuminated by fire. She's watching at a doorway into a burning room. She looks down, and we see that she's dressed in her brother's robes. She's holding her own mask but throws it into the burning room. Without taking her eyes off the fire, she straps her brother's katana to her waist and then affixes Tayo's mask over her mouth. 
Somewhere, babies are crying. A moment passes, and then she turns around and yells in a gruff voice, Fire! Help! My sister! The scene changes again. Oda-san Bayushi Tayo, Tayo Sr., sits in a formal meeting room holding a letter. Beside him is a low table on which sits a steaming cup of tea. He's dressed in formal attire and sits rigid, his mask covering only the lower portion of his face. A screen slides open and soon Bayushi Tayo Jr. enters. The camera zooms in to see that it is in fact Suki masquerading as Tayo. Tayo Sr. motions for his son to sit. Suki takes a seat across from her father. When did Tayo's father first learn what Suki had done? And Suki might not even know this until this moment, but... Um, I feel afterward, <clears throat> new Tayo um, just tried to avoid his father as much as possible. But um, I think he, he knew almost... Tayo Sr. knew almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of, because... <clears throat> I was thinking, like, the the burning thing. Mm. Um, it, like, burned the body, and her mask was, like, Suki's mask was in So, like, oh, obviously this is this is what killed her. But he's like, no. He, like, took one look at uh, New Tai and just like, all right. <laughs> okay. So he knew just immediately. Yeah, I feel it was, like, no hiding from him. Okay. This came for you, he said. And you said he'd be more passive. Yeah, okay. I guess. So... This came for you, he says, handing Tayo a letter marked with the chrysanthemum mon of the emperor. <clears throat> Young Tayo takes the letter and slowly reads it as his father watches impassively. I'm to be made an emerald magistrate, Tayo asks. My son is, Tayo Sr. says matter-of-factly. It is dangerous to bring lies into the city of secrets. Tayo Sr. reaches for his tea, but then withdraws his hand. Perhaps if you're to steal your brother's wife, you must steal his appointment as well. As long as my heir is safe, I have no reason to expose the disgrace you heaped upon our family. If I'm no longer forced to look at you playing dress-up every day, it might be easier for me to forget. For the first time, we see that Tayo Sr. has a sword at his side. He slowly reaches down for it. Young Tayo's eyes narrow as the old man's intentions are not quite clear at first. Tayo Sr. looks fondly at the sword with its reddish-black lacquered saya. This sword was to be passed on to my son. The old man draws the blade out of the saya, but only a few inches. The metal we see is not gleaming, but the blade looks clean, sharp, and old. So am I to take it to Ryokowari? Tayo Sr. snaps the sword back into the saya. You've already stolen one sword from your brother. I won't let you steal this. Make your arrangements. I'd like you to leave as soon as possible. city surrounded by green walls and acres and acres of poppy fields. A group of monks travel toward the city, exchanging prayers for whatever alms the poor peasants of the countryside can spare. In the noble quarter, we see a beautiful but imposing palace and a foreign-looking minareted estate. In the temple quarter, 
we see the glistening white temple of the sun goddess with a 60-foot pole topped by a shimmering golden spear and the temple of the fortune of wealth with its towering statue of the patriot god of the city. Next door in the merchant quarter, we see busy streets with noisy merchants selling wares from all over Rokugan and beyond. On the other side of the Bay of Drowned Honor, the fishermen's quarter, dirtier with poorer commoners, meaner gangs, and shabby dwellings amid the docks and warehouses. We pass the leather workers' quarter, the home of the Ada, the untouchables, and the only building of notice there, the city crematorium. Finally, we arrive at Teardrop Island, the license quarter, with its perpetual twilight of hanging lanterns, fine sake and geisha houses. We follow a man in a basket hat as he's beckoned inside by a beautiful geisha. He enters and removes his hat. We see one of the monks from the beginning, Ryoku Owari, City of Lies. Tayo. Mm -hmm. All right. So when we left you, you're sitting there. You're kind of sitting up. Ample has his big meaty hand on your, like your shoulder. Um, do you think your hands would be bound in this situation? Sure. Okay. I'm pretty beat up too. Yeah. So your hands are tied with, um, oh, maybe with your own obi, like the your sword belt. Oh, sure. Um, and standing in front of you are Soshi Serioku, and you can tell it's a woman's voice, and she has a very nice voice, um, but she's wearing a basket hat, so you can't see her identity. And she's just said to you, if you remember, yes, Suki, I think there is certainly a way we can get you to help us. So she had said that, and now she says, now she says, like, Oh, Suki, we've known for quite some time. <clears throat> well, maybe you could give me the benefit of knowing, too. What? Who are you? <laughs> She'll say, We are the lawgivers. We are the ones who have, we are the ones whose knots cannot be untied. She says, Bayushi Suki, we don't wanna we don't want to hurt you. You're right, you can help us. And in fact, in doing so, you can help yourself. Uh, so what, what is it that you're asking me? <clears throat> You've come here, Bayushi, Bayushi Suki, and you've put yourself in the position of the corrupt magistrate working on behalf of the opium cartels. You've led on to your friends exactly what you're doing, though. All we ask is that you continue to be of a corrupt magistrate working on behalf of the opium cartels. And that you continue to help your friends to destroy those opium cartels. Title, like, 
maybe like look at the those hands are bound and then look at Ample. Mm-hmm. And again, Ample is it's like standing over you and it's huge. Yeah, just like well, it seems it seems a lot of work to tell me to keep doing what I'm doing. There might be slight changes, of course, here and there. You see, we need this to be taken away from the scorpion. They simply can't be trusted, as you've seen, with with this degree of power. This degree of power that's ripping even your own clan apart. If you want to help the people of your clan, if you want to help this empire, if you want to keep everyone here, and I mean everyone, safe, would be in your best interest to follow our instructions. And when we provide those instructions, simply adjust your behavior accordingly. situation, everybody is out of the cave, except for Ishii. And Ishii got stuck in this crevice to get out of the cave. Get the butter. Mm-hmm. So, this is, our, like, this is our situation. He's literally like kind of wedged in. And so I think... Also with armor, and now I don't have armor, it's just so much harder. Yeah, I think, no, I think it's just because, like, yeah, because of your injuries, getting yourself through here is really, really tough. Yeah. Um... And I think, kind of, at first pushing yourself through in a way, you kind of wedged yourself in a way that maybe you're almost trapped. Sure. There. So. Because that one root is sticking out. Yeah. So it's caught. Exactly. It's just scraping along on the. Um, it's making a terrible noise Please, like a no. muffler uh, dragging oh, on the ground. <laughs> Alright. Do any either of you guys notice this? Do either Aji or is Ugray still just focusing on his, his children? If Ugray is still just focusing on getting yeah, his children down this, this mountain trail, that's completely understandable and reasonable, but no. <clears throat> Yeah, I think I'm staying ahead of the I think all these dangerous cultists too. So You're good. Yeah. Uh, I notice. I am pretty much like actively observing uh, Ishii. Makes sense. Since the fight. Okay. So what you gonna do about it? You're just gonna leave me to die in this game, bro? That's oh. a good solution. Good solution. Yeah. yeah. Isn't, oh, so isn't, I noticed isn't, one, wait, isn't one of the six boys helping me? I think I think they couldn't help you through with this. They had to <clears throat> like go ahead and um, seems kind of fucked up, bro. That maybe they could like pull you from behind. Like, like once they're on the other side, but I mean, Aji is your companion in this stuff, so maybe they kind of left it to him. What's your life, bro? Help help me, I'm gonna gonna force him on the other side of the situation. Ishii's their problem. Do you need assistance? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know how to sound trapped in a cave. Describe to me how you're stuck. I think my yeah. arm's too hurt. I can't. I can't push myself into place. I can't. I can't get past this point. I think if you're yelling this, some of the other deputies in Cooney Renu will turn around and kind of like 
want. Look to you, like look to you for like what you're doing. Uh, yeah. I do say it pretty loudly so people know what's up. That we won't be like left behind. Um, yeah. So you can't push yourself out, Ishii. No. You want me to pull you out? Uh, sure. I don't know if Sasuke's gonna be coming by. <laughs> Yeah, I just need your life. consent before I pull. Weird. I don't, I don't like how that was said, but okay. <laughs> I was feeling that bit. All right. I will attempt to pull Ishii out. All right. <clears throat> it sounds like you're defying the danger of him uh, being Dying trapped there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're good at that. I am good at that. Even though you're also know. pretty beat up. Not as bad as you had been before, but... Yeah, but he rolls so poorly. I'm gonna die here, guys. I love how we're like maximum level on the last two sessions. We're just like, well, we're missing every roll. <laughs> yes. oh. Why are you doing this to me? I'm gonna die here. Alright, I rolled a five. Oh, I'm gonna die here. Okay. Well, we're gonna do it, guys. This is how Ishii dies to a fucking cave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aji squeezes in a bit to help to like reach into the back. We're both trapped. Um. And as he does that, like, the two of you in there and, like, the forcing in this way starts to loosen some rocks that are kind of up at the top of things. All right? And um, some of this stuff starts to fall. Some of these rocks start to fall. And at first it's just kind of dirt that's falling on you. And then it's, like, little, like, gravel bits. But then it's, like, actual rocks that are starting to do this. You realize there's a chance that some of these rocks are going to fall and, like, bury you guys. Mm-hmm. And what did what did Aji roll on that? Fucking five. A two plus three? A two plus three. Damn, that was Literally the worst roll. Okay, so... Uh, we've been using the same dice this entire game series. I did bring different dice this week if anyone needs, needs a, <laughs> 20 a fresh pair. No. Fresh. All right. Um, I think this is. I think this is pretty simple. Um, yeah. Ishii, you know, you can get out of this. Oh, no, of course, of course. Oh, you know no. that you can get out of this for sure. This is good. Yeah, you know it's going to be more difficult to help Aji if you want him to get out of this too. Mm, I could just die. You could um, also just die in here. <laughs> Trying to save Ajay and All myself. Right. Awesome. <laughs> so here's what I, here's what I think we have to have you do. Make sure not to cut that pause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was well thought. Ishii's only moving. Nailed it. Okay, roll. Um, you can bless. roll blessed, but you can add your Shadowlands taint if you take an additional rank of taint. Oh. I think my blasters went better. I didn't realize this was a roll. I would have dropped my elegant instead of my blast recently. Oh, yeah. My blast is very low. Yeah. yeah. You said that's the one you <clears throat> lost yeah. some from, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, both times, yeah. That's <clears throat> pretty bad. Just taking one more tank, you should be fine. Because uh, I could be alive. Yeah, you're good. You get an experience from that inherently. You get to take another Shadowlands yeah. Taint rank. There you go. Sure, doesn't matter though. 
you can add your team. Um. Probably decide after, but I'm just excited. <laughs> can I decide after? Ooh. Um. <clears throat> it takes away some of the. It takes away some of the gamble. So, how desperate are you to save Aji and yourself? Because this is an easier role than not to save Aji. I think just the stakes are easier. You know, you know you'll be able to get out of this. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't think, I don't think mechanically it becomes more difficult. But I think that, I think that, like, you know, you can get out of this for sure. I think it would fit the flavor of the temptation if you can add it afterward too. Cause it's like, uh, this is a miss, but yeah, I can make it. I can make it work if I get sure. Tip. Yeah. Okay. We have four <laughs> minus two. Is it two? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You've been adding it; it's not worth it. Wait, so you would have just added three? Yeah, I would add three to my negative two, so I would have the five. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, so that puts us in kind of a weird position here. <laughs> you take, take all kinds of things. Oh, yeah, I get physical symptom, mental symptom, elemental symptom, and I get another right channel Yeah, that's good. All right, so I got to go get another book. <laughs> certain things. There's one or two. It, you can absolutely read this person. There's one or two questions that I'm going to give you weird answers to. That's fine. Okay. You can ask any questions. As long as you're ready for the answer. Sorry, they're wearing a mask hat. Yeah. What does their face look like? Oh. Yeah, but I, that, that's that's part of what it's connected yeah. to, yeah. So no. Yeah. But you have the thing where your first question can be anything. So he has a single question that's anything. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, my first question. She said that um, that your family safety is completely a chip on the table, mm-hmm. um, like that that was like heavily implied. You notice that Mizaki, Yugure's wife, right. is not here at all. Mizaki all, the, has, all these wives just look the same. Yeah, Mizaki has been like, mm-hmm. like screaming and freaking out, and now she's just not here. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of wonder to yourself, where is she? And you think back to what this woman in the basket had said, and you're like, yeah, my family safety is a chip that's being played here. Mm-hmm. Um, and going along with these people is probably going to be pretty 
is going to certainly be a good way to ensure that. Oh, just the last thing she said was like, follow my instructions, right? Mm, like, yeah, like, we'll, we'll let you know when you need to alter your behaviors accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, so what assurance do I have that um, the same thing won't just happen to my children and my wife that you did, you inflicted upon you, Gray? She'll say, oh, we made no effort to harm you, your friend, you, Gray's wife. In fact, she's been placed back at home, safe and sound. My, my friend here, and she points down to Serioku, has made sure that uh, what was afflicting her is no longer an issue. And so what's, what's, what's afflicting him? Looking at Ample. And she'll say, it's not a, it's not a subtle method. Not what we'd not what we would prefer. But to control um I'm sorry, to control an ox you use an you use a yoke. But I mean you didn't answer my question. What assurance do I have that you will just do that to my family? What you're doing to him? These unsettled methods you mentioned. And you'll say Keep in mind what we've offered you. We're going to allow you to go home. For you to see exactly the degree of our assurance. Okay. So basically what she says is, do this. This is the <laughs> offer so far, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think she'll put like another, another note on this and she'll just say like, like, you can maintain, you can maintain your position by Yushisuki. You can keep your wife. You can keep your family. Just simply follow our instructions to make sure you have that happy life. And how will I be receiving these instructions then? I don't know who you are, and she's exiled. When the word of law is delivered, you will know and you will follow. I think you go to sleep. that Ishii is supernaturally able to get the two of them out of there. Fuck it, huh? Let's get out of there. What? I, <laughs> I pull myself out with strength that I didn't have before. I was okay. literally stuck because I couldn't pull myself with my arms. Oh, but it's like the, Maybe uh, the snakes come carry you. That's really weird. But is the idea that the, the rag demon like helping you yeah the demon the demon helps you or grants you some kind of like powers part parts of it of its powers okay, it's powers add a little venom disappear so it's not that's not sweet demon venom symbiote <laughs> what if <laughs> what if just the audience just sees like these two like reaching towards each other and Ishii likes we see a close up of Ishii's face and he's just kind of like sweating as he's straining to get out of here realizing he can't and more and more dirt is falling on falling on you guys and now some of these rocks like it's 
like covering you. And um, from outside, Yugare and the deputies and the cultists and Yugare's children like look back as they hear this crack sound at the mouth of this cave, and like a bunch of the rubble falls in, and like a bunch of like dust kind of puffs up. And when we, um, when the when that dust clears eventually after that commercial break, uh, when the dust clears, we see that. Um, like Ishii has dragged Aji out of this mm-hmm. situation. Like that. Like Aji is now the one who's all like covered in dust and like coughing up a bunch of uh, dirt, basically. And um, Ishii's the one who had been super messed up before and is kind of dragging him out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this matches like the type of demon or whatever, but. We've been super vague on it, so yeah. But I was imagining, like you know, the the like the fear demons or whatever. Like there were illusory like giant. Sure. Maybe he it looks like a demon is carrying mm. Aji out, but then like the illusion like fades and it's just Ishi. Oh, was he was he also the crow related one? Was he in your dream, or is that a different? Yeah, we had that as kind of like an image within the. Within the game, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and let you figure this stuff out, and we're gonna fast forward to the next day. or whatever mm-hmm. and then um, like, I think Tayo's gonna check on the children first yeah I think that you you walk over you check on the children everything seems fine um, then I'll, I'll go find the wife Hikari mm-hmm. yeah Hikari's there and she says oh I thought you were going to be out she was like I hope oh she'll say I hope you liked dinner last night um, I had the I had the servants try 
try something different. Um, but um, in part because I, I thought you were going to be I thought you were going to be gone longer. You came back so soon. Uh, when did I come back? And she's like, she's like, oh, well. She'll basically describe to you like you you were only gone for about fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. and you came back. Mm-hmm. You'd come by, you dismissed the some of those thunder guard that were here, and then you came back maybe fifteen minutes later. Definitely spooked out. I'm trying to figure out if I'm. I think Rita's situation would be more yeah. useful in this. I'm like, I feel like. Even now, Ty wouldn't be like, is she lying? But yeah, yeah. read a situation. I'm going to go for that. Go for it. You got a five plus. Uh, so an eight total. Eight. All right. So you always get to ask one question of any kind, right? No, no. Only on read a person. Oh, okay. Interesting. Hmm. hmm. I guess what should I be on the lookout for makes the most sense. Um, you realize you kind of talk with her about what happened last night, and as far as she knows, you were here. Mm-hmm. And the servants come and they like maybe the, the kids show up and you kind of have like a family either breakfast or you kind of hang out as a family for a little while, and the kids will talk about um, what you did with them last night when like they woke up when people sh- when you came back home. Um, the servants will mention that you were here and all of them are absolutely convinced that you had been here the whole time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. I think, and I think just to drive the point home further, uh, ample is there because he like lives at your house and he describes how like he stayed, he stayed at the house. Those thunder guard were there. Um, Oh, no, he'll tell you how you and he went to go find, um, Hikari. Not Hikari. You and he went to go find, you and Ample went to go find, Tayo and Ample went to go find Mizuki. Mm-hmm. And how, um, like, she had wandered off to go do some, like, last-minute shopping to prepare for her trip back to Dragonlands eventually. And you guys found her, you talked to her, she came back home. Mm-hmm. And then you guys came back here. It took it took barely fifteen minutes. Mm. It's kind of the answer is just like you don't have to be on the lookout for anything, right? Um, the thing you should be on on the lookout for is uh, the fact that you realize if you remember that woman in the basket hat said like. Oh, you can go home safely, no problem, and you can continue your life and do all these things. And you realize that either everyone here has somehow magically had their memories altered, mm-hmm. or they were tricked some other way into thinking that you had been here the entire time. Mm-hmm. And Ample didn't even get injured or anything during that flight, right? No, Ample's, Ample was fine. Yeah. Just a little jaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe um, after Tayo's eventually convinced, he's just like, all right, well, I have, I have to go to work early. And he just, like, leaves. 
Maybe there's like still breakfast left or something. Okay. So I think the plan is to go see if uh, Mizaki. Uh, the same thing happened to her or what? All right. So yeah. So you. So rather than go to the civil hall, Tayo heads to the magistrate residence. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Tayo heads to the magistrate residence. When you get there, the servants are there, and um, they'll describe how uh, they'll basically um, verify that same exact story that you just heard from your servants. That you and Ample brought Lady like Lady Mizuki back, and that Lady Mizuki had said that she was just like doing some shopping and they'll even if you press them they'll even show you like stuff that she purchased that's not like in the private quarters of Yugare and, and Mizuki but that's like about they'll kind of point it out like oh she went to the merchant's quarter to purchase these things like it was it was late which was odd but is it the servant saying this or the servants her. Mm-hmm. it's like oh then um could I see her um for a second yeah and the um they're I, I think they're like reluctant to go get her they're like they're like I think she's very worried given um given where you're like given where the other magistrates left do you do you want us to, if, if you want us to get her we'll get her well yeah that, I, that's part of why I want to talk to her right alright so they get her out and she comes out, and she does indeed look kind of tired mm-hmm. and worried. She comes, uh, she'll she'll come out and say like, "Oh, Tayo, um, th- th- thank you, thank you for coming. I, I'm so I'm so worried. I hope I hope Yugare Chan comes back with poor with our with our poor children." And, and you know, um, nothing out of the ordinary happened last night, then, right? And she, I think, and she says, like, she takes that almost as if you're being flippant with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, because to her, of course, something happened last mm-hmm. night that's extremely out of the ordinary. Her children disappeared, mm-hmm. and your friend and her husband had to go look for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's very worried. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, to her, it's like, did anything weird happen? (laughs) What? Yeah, did you have any strange dreams, or... What made you... What did you end up buying last night? And she says, I was just buying... I was just buying some supplies. Um... What what is... What's what's going on? Has has Yugare come back? And she kind of, like, starts to, like... get up a bit to like go to the door to see if he's returned hmm. and you, you can see the, a lot of the stuff that they purchased were like blankets traveling goods like that kind of stuff that the odds are servants brought this morning more so than she carried them back hmm. um, I wonder how I can get her to hold my badge um, I'm gonna work this into the conversation somehow um so yeah, may, may I'll say something like, uh, I mean, that's the intention here, but I'm going to say, um, may I'll take the, the jade badge off or something. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, when I see her worried or, you know, 
nervous and anything. I'm just like, oh, hold, hold on to this. This is, hold on to this for me real fast. Just like, here, hold this in your hands. So she... She thinks that this is like a goofy thing to do, basically, but sure. she'll acquiesce to it eventually. Yeah, and just like, see, that's that's the symbol of our station. This is we're all magistrates here, and we're gonna us holding that means that you're carrying it on our kimono or whatever makes means that we're gonna do everything we can to make sure this to keep you safe and to keep your children safe. And I think Dio's just like drawing out this conversation as long as possible to see that she's holding it it for a while. I think that she holds on to this and she does look worried. She is frazzled. Her children have disappeared, but her hand doesn't boil or smoke or steam. She doesn't Mm -hmm. throw the thing across the room. She's not crying. Um, When she opens her hand, there's not like an Indiana Jones-esque print of a chrysanthemum on her hand now. Like... Uh, we have the map. Uh, yeah, that guy doesn't show up. Well, he does, but he's in the background. Yeah. Um, he was the monk from the beginning. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, she can hold on to this thing, and there doesn't seem to be any ill effect. Okay. Then once Tayo's satisfied, I'll take it back and just... Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would say, like, through a conversation with her, she remembers going to shop for... Um, these supplies to leave mm. and um, you and Ample finding her telling her that the children were missing and that she needed to stay here convincing her that she needed to stay here because she was very distraught and she basically hasn't slept all night and that's why she looks frazzled mm-hmm. and then you guys once you were con- con- convinced fairly quickly that she wasn't going to go anywhere you went home mm-hmm. Um, well, then I guess Ty would then go to Jatoman's dojo. All right. I kind of want to sneak in. I don't know when you're having us, like, arrive back, or if you have that in mind. Um, but I was thinking it would have made sense for Ugray to use his wind kami to whisper... Hey, we're good. We're on the way home. Okay. Uh, but rather than retcon that scene, maybe it happens like right as the scene's wrapping up. Sure. Yeah, because uh, this is the next morning. Right. But. Yeah. So. That's fine. Yeah, so in that case, I, I might tell her, like, oh. If, or to um, Mizaki. Hey, I think maybe I send it to, like, Every every character with a name. (laughs) Well, like, I think the two characters who'd most be likely to receive that message would be the two of you who happen to be in that scene right then. Well, great. um, Your husband's on his way. I knew knew everything would turn out well. And she's like, oh, oh, thank the fortunes. (sighs) And she, um, I think she gets very, uh, like, she'll maybe, like, you're taking your badge out of her hands and she kind of like grabs your hands like thank you thank you for getting me thank you for telling me to stay here and she's very she's extremely relieved but you could still see that there's like a lot of worry on her face like she's very very relieved that he's coming home and do you tell her like your children are fine everything's good or do yeah. you just tell her he's on his way? Or was that? Well, I sent the message to both of them. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Um, at first, she's like, doesn't know quite what's going on. 
But then when you tell her that, she's like, oh, that, yeah, then same deal. She's, she's very relieved. city um, it takes longer to come back just because you now have captives with you um, and you, you essentially can't move at just break you have to move at walking pace rather than human walking pace rather than horse, horse. walking pace um, plus it's the winter time so that's slowed down for everybody mm-hmm. um, you come back in you've got these eight captives uh, Aji is now at least during this walk, it was like taking you longer. You were pretty, I'll say like maybe you were unconscious for a large chunk of it. Um, you have two small children with you. So this this isn't exactly the quickest moving group. So it takes you a long chunk of time to get back. Um, I'll say it's not like sunrise, but it's maybe like 10 a.m. by the time you guys get back to the, um, back into the city. <coughs> Thunder, like the Thunder Guard are like escorting you guys to, I assume, the Civil Hall. And Yogo Osaka will ride, will like comes out to to speak with you. And I'll wait for Ishii to, to pick his stuff and have him talk, have uh, Yogo Osaka talk to Yugure or Aji first. Um, but she comes out um, and she says, all of these people are all of these people are to be uh, are to be tried. Or oh, are these people headed to the civil hall, or are they have they already been tried? Yeah, I think yeah they're they're all guilty. Oh, yeah, worshiping you know the moon of. of Blasphemy against the emperor. She says, "Well, I'm glad that all. I'm glad that you took care of this. I assume you'll. I assume you'll wrap all this up then. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So eventually, essentially, the, the thunder guard will escort you." To then to the gallows at um, Seven Corners, where you guys can, where essentially these people will be hanged. Yeah, so, like right away, huh? Not even a nap. But that, yeah, well, that was. I mean, that she was asking, "Do we bring? Them, are you bringing these people back to the Civil Hall, or are they?" You can go to John. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. You just go home. Yeah. I mean. You know, your kids have already been through a lot. You're good. I just hadn't written down the time, but let me. That's fine. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, how's uh, How's Renya doing? Is he still excited to do some hanging? Or is he? Yeah, she has a boyfriend. Well, I want to know. I want to know how Ishi's. So. What's going on with Ishi? I'm not entirely sure what to do for the. Alnit ones. Mm-hmm. My what? two ones I'm thinking about are I'm either I become immune to all helpful air magic, so Andrew will never be able to, when everybody gets messages from Andrew, I just won't anymore. Okay. That's one. Or I just become restless. Like, 
internally restless. Like it's very hard for me to do like things that require patience or any kind of meditation or anything like that. Okay, that's a good combo <clears> with the two blood options. Blood rage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to a bunch of shit. So. <laughs> Just roll it randomly. No. <laughs> really bad. bad ones. Oh yeah, I could just turn into a fucking corpse. My nose could fall off. It's there goes my nose. I definitely have to pick and choose. Or it's just but how does like, he smell? Oh yeah, he's awful. awful. <laughs> um, okay. I can't be like, oh so are yeah, there, let's just. Are there any? Are there any physical time. things that come out, or like oh, physically well, yeah, visible things? Choose which shit. So the physical one. I think I'm just gonna go with this one because. My nose falls off. <laughs> no. Uh, I get like white streaks in my hair. Okay. So I get in, aged in my cave. Yeah. And, and I also find a bunch of people suspicious, like strangers. Okay. I'm just now. Yeah. But I haven't chosen the elemental one because I don't know which is better. Either in, any of those more. time or just can't hear Andrew. All right. So you, you as you come in, to, as you guys come into the city, um, yeah, there are kind of crowds that are gathering up because there's a big group of you that come in and you're coming in kind of into like a busier time. You probably enter through um, this gate over here, which I forget what it's called exactly. Um, I can figure it out in a second. But this, this gate, one, that's, the, that's the, the temple the, quarter gate. It's the one where the uh, boy comes in. The secret point. It probably is where the monk comes in. You got a point. Mm, what, um, you Gray would know this. What was the reason we didn't just kill them all back at the cave? Why did we take them as, just Aji, to make it Aji specifically Aji. said, just Aji to make Aji it public? This, to make it a public execution. The Gate of Oni's Teeth is the name of this gate. Yikes. Jesus. To make it a public execution to give the public somebody okay. to blame for this water dam that's been running around. Okay. So that's why. Just want to make sure just like throwing them up on the gallows right away wasn't cutting out some other purpose we had. But, nope, yeah. So when so, you guys so, so yeah, walking into the city, making a big hub yeah, up, getting a, a bunch of attention, crowd, a big and then crowd hanging a bunch around. of people is perfectly what we're looking for. That's so, what yeah. we wanted. so here's the deal though, when you guys get to these gallows Cooney Renu will have like the the deputies help you, but you wanted to like if you wanted to make a make point to this crowd he's not the one making this point that's you Logan make this point to these people yeah because he's he specifically and you can figure it out he, he specifically like, he specifically told you these aren't the people responsible for that demon yeah. so if you want to tell people you can yeah it's not if you tell people he's the one the lies on yeah. his conscience so I think you Gray is taking the kids home yeah, sense. see you later. They're gonna be terrible. We have a rule in our household: you have to be at least sixteen before you can watch a public execution. Yeah, they also just watch me execute man in my cave. So, yeah. <laughs> but they didn't remember it. Right, that was pre-fog clearing. <clears throat> it's public executions rated R. <laughs> All right, I'll make an announcement mm-hmm. right before I uh, make the signals. To take away their stools. <laughs> I think that this. I don't think it necessarily has like the trap door kind of thing, but I had, think it has enough where people can be pushed off or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or do you think the trap door would be better? Like we said it was built by a builder who's like an expert carpenter. I'm pretty sure they're like the trap door version. Okay, cool. That's fine. I have to go like two ways since there's not enough slots <laughs> yeah. for everybody. 
So I'll make a, a public announcement. Um, these criminals are guilty of blasphemy against the emperor. They are just part of the reason that there are demons in the city running around killing people. I need, I need anyone with information about any other blasphemers to report to your uh, local thunder guard <laughs> so we can uh, persecute these heinous villains. Take a bite out of blasphemy. All right. Go ahead and make, him, go ahead and make him, uh, elegant. an elegant roll. Yeah. I don't know if it's quite 100% a manipulate roll. No. I'm going to go ahead and make it some kind of bullshit. An elegant roll. What this might be a. Oh my god. What do we get? That's a four. It's a four. Right. Oh, well, damn it, man. That works. Why are we so bad? I think, when you, I think when you say this, people are like. Um, and again, this is a, this is a society of people who tend to be like quiet. Like this isn't a common thing, but I think you freak them the fuck out with this description. And these dudes, like all of you, look kind of rough. I think some of these deputies are like splattered in blood. Ishii is covered in all kinds of goop. You guys are covered in dirt. Um, and so, like you guys look all really rough. And there's not just a couple. There's of these dudes than even we have nooses for ready to go. <laughs> and people are like, but just part of? What do you mean? What, you, what is he talking oh, about? Yeah. Only only some of? So there's more out there? Like, but what did, were they, where's that demon? Is there another demon? Oh, good All according to plan. All according to plan. No further questions. <laughs> um, so, so I think that we pull out of this shot, like the camera zooms out of the shot as the crowd is getting really, really restless, and you, we see that this devolves into a riot. City of Lies is Tone as Kakita Aji, Brandon as Hida Ishii, David as Bayushi Tayo, Andrew as Agasha Yugure, and Austin as your Game Master. The theme music for City of Lies is Mission of Danger by Lobo Loco. Additional music for this episode includes Churchy by Coven. This American Dice Ryoko Wari City of Lies uses the City of Lies box set by Greg Stoles, published by Alderac Entertainment Group. The mechanics used is a modified PBTA system by Brendan Taylor of Galileo Games. Join us next time for more This American Dice. Hey everybody, if you could please rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher, it would really help This American Dice. And for every five-star review we receive, we'll read it on air. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice.